this is the Southeast Star Weekly. And uh, your host, uh, Scott McAllister, I believe, has hooked up with uh, one of the Southeast's uh, top promoters, Frankie Lloyd. Frankie, uh, thanks for coming on Southeast Dirt Weekly. We were on here talking just a minute ago, but uh, thanks, Frankie, right. for coming on Southeast Dirt Weekly. Well, glad to be here. How y'all doing? Hey, we're fired up, man. I tell you what, we Jack and I have been talking about racing here in the South, and and then he was telling me about your track, and I said, you know, I you think you've been to a lot of tracks, and all of a sudden he goes, well, how about this one, and how about this one, and I said, I've never been to that one either, or that one, <laughs> and then we started talking about yours, and we went over your website, and of course. Uh, National Dirt Light Model Series coming into town. Um, tell me about what's going on there, and then just about the track in general. Well, we like yeah, like I said, we got the National uh, Late Model Series coming in uh, next weekend. Uh, this weekend they're in Waycross. Uh, in fact, I intend to go over and watch them if I can. And then next weekend they'll be at my track. Uh, you know, it's a good series. Uh, I, I understand that Ivan Lloyd, uh, the uh, Southern All-Star champion from, from uh, last year, is going to come run with us. And I also understand Jason Fitzgerald's coming. So, And then, of course, they got a lot of heavy hitters, Mark Whitener and Johnny Collins. And, uh, you know, the list goes on and on there. Brandon Cameron, uh, he's doing real well. Uh, Brandon DeWitt, uh, they got a bunch of good guys they're running with him that's got a lot of talent. He's been doing this for a long, long time. And as you said, you got to credit him. You know, and I don't know, Frankie, you tell me. I come over to the dirt side, and all of a sudden I look at it like this is fresh and brand new to me. But has there been a rejuvenation of dirt? Has there been a reawakening here of dirt? Because, I don't know, I look once again, I look at it as, wow, this is all brand new to me. But as you said, you credit Ray with keeping this going, perhaps in a time when dirt racing, dirt late model racing wasn't as prominent as it is now. I see this on the upswing, only going to get better. And it's like you said, you credit with Ray with hanging in there, and now he's got an opportunity to, to step up. Well, he, he does, and, and they got a new guy coming out, you know, that United Dirt Lake Bottle Series mm-hmm. out, of, out of Central Florida. And uh, he's got a couple races in my track this year, and um, I don't know a whole lot about him. He seems like a super nice fella. Um, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. There seems to be plenty of cars around for both series. Um, you know, it's just they got both of them got different ideas about what they need to do. And, uh, you know, Ken Kenny's been getting quite a few cars in his tracks. In fact, more so than Ray's getting. And, uh, uh, you know, there's some people that like Ray, some that hate him, and, and some that argue with him. And, and I'm sure to get the same way with Kenny eventually. But, yeah, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> everybody's the savior that first year. <laughs> yeah, but they're, they're both good guys. And, and, and you know you you gotta have you gotta have people that like uh, Paul Purvis up in Swainsboro, Georgia, that that likes racing. Uh, myself, uh, the gentleman down yonder in in uh, Ocala that redone that track back to dirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know you got Volusia, you got uh, of course I don't think that dirt motorsports bunch is too smart, but uh, <laughs> you got uh, you know Todd and Al and those guys down there in East Bay. So you got some good tracks around and some good people promoting them that that love racing. And I think that's the, I think the, the difference in opinions is a good thing, to be honest with you. Somebody, somebody may say, dude, I like this part of the show, and somebody may say, this, I like this part. Well, you know what? There's something for everybody there, so I think that that's a good thing about there, it. There, there is, and each each track is different, you know, in its own style, and, and you know, we raced it at Ocala back when it was dirt years ago. We, we raced it at uh, East Bay with my boys. We raced at Volusia. Um, you know, I keep changing mine, but I think I'm pretty much where I'm going to keep it now. Um Trying to find the, you know, what the racer likes that they'll come and race with you, and, and uh, you know, but as we all know, you can't 
please all the racers all the time or any time really but um you know at least, at least there's some of us out there trying and and of course there's still a lot that don't care we've lost uh, i understand three tracks in georgia uh albany uh douglas and uh now i understand that uh, augusta georgia is closed up so hmm. you know it's, it's it's tough to keep them going because they, they're right now with the economy so bad uh, you know, tires cost more, gas costs more, just mm-hmm. get there costs more. So it, it's getting tough for us. Yeah, I mean, it, it's obviously tough, and you guys are golden enough. It's it's not, I mean, it's not a cakewalk for you either. You constantly got to be coming up. I mean, you use the good things that's happened for you in the past and keep using them, but you got to come up with new ideas all the time, and this is not something you can sit back and rest on your laurels because you guys got some big, I mean, you have the biggest of the bigs come in there to your show, and then the next week you still got to have a local show, so you can't just rest on your laurels and go, "Oh well, you got to come up with something new." Well, you do. You you got to stay on your toes and 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 you know to try to figure out what you need to do. Um, you know, I feel like bringing the big guys in is is a boost because people that love racing, whether they drive hobby stock, pure stock, limited sportsman, or late model, whatever, uh, everybody likes a good race. Uh, even the pure stocks or the hobby stocks can put on a good race. But mm-hmm. bring these hot dogs in, they're the best in the United States that come in. And, and I think people enjoy seeing them once in a while. Uh, I, I have made a lot of money on, a, on some of my big shows. And Lord knows I've lost a bunch of money on some of them. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, in the end, as long as it kind of balances out, you can still do it and have fun. On the phone with Frankie Lloyd, promoter of uh, Golden Isle Speedway. Frankie, and once again, we... You know, I look at your track, and like I said, this is not this is not something that is. We were talking about the world race, and of course the other the other race tracks that they have across that Tony has here, and wherever you may go, Golden Isle. Like I said, it, it you know it is obviously you put big shows on there, but like I said, you guys are you're not you know in the mecca of uh, large cities. So I mean, it's, it's like I said, it's tough for you, but you somehow seem to make it all work. Well, it's it's, it's one of them deals that. You know, Volusia and East Bay's been around forever and ever, and, right. and and they've got their thing established. Everybody knows where they're going come Speed Week. If, if me to to do my thing and to get people where they get used to coming yearly for my Super Bowl, I have to make it different, make it better, uh, and certainly pay a lot of money. Uh, but you know, Jack and I talk about that, and that's really what makes the competition there is what makes racing better. That's what makes it good. That's it. That's it. I mean, they they've got you know them guys. They, we had. We had 23 different states uh, in the United States and Canada uh, at our track in, in January this year for our Super Bowl. Uh, of course, Volusia and, and East Bay gets the same thing, or maybe even more. But, you know, I'm, I'm building my thing kind of like Tony, Tony Stewart's got the dream and, and the uh, prelude to the dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's he just fortunate that he got all the NASCAR drivers and, and can fill his place up in a hurry. But... Uh, uh, you know, so it's more of a struggle for me and some of the other tracks. Uh, you know, scraping up there brings the, the uh, big guys in occasionally. And, and uh, you know, Swainsboro, and it's just tougher for us. And, and we have to we have to figure what we can do to make it so the guys will want to come and race with us. Uh, what, what you're really getting at there is it's hard to create a tradition. It is. Very hard. Very hard. And very expensive. Yeah, and so yeah, I mean, it's like I said, you have to become really innovative because throwing money at it is—I mean, I don't think that's the answer. I mean, I guess a bigger purse is always a good thing, but I think to actually bring not only race car drivers in, but the fans in, you got to come up with a, with an entire show. I mean, it's got to be an event, not just a race. 
Yeah, well, well, that's true. You got to you got to have the whole package there. You can't just throw money at things and make it work. Uh, you've got to. Uh, well, like I told you I, earlier, I've been changing my track. I've changed it four times in four years, and trying to get the ultimate and what the guys like. If the racers like what you provide, they'll come. They have to. You have to earn their respect. When when uh, when you when I came out there, nobody knew me from Adam, other than the people that we raced with out here in the southeast. And mm-hmm. even those guys didn't know a whole lot about me. But but the hot dogs, they gotta you, you know you gotta win their trust so that when you tell them you're gonna do something, uh, that you will do just what you tell them. And uh, and when the guys came there in January this year, we, I paid out uh, roughly three hundred seventy-five thousand first. Um, <laughs> they know that I was serious when I brought them in there. Uh, so next year, next year we haven't decided exactly what we're going to do. We are going to do a Super Bowl, uh, but when we bring them in, they'll know before they ever get there that that uh, whatever I tell them we're going to have and whatever they're going to get paid is what they're going to leave with. Communication. <laughs> I told you, I told you, Scotty, Frankie, you you were you weren't under any stress. I remember I called up. I said something about press credentials. He said press credentials. I got to pay this three hundred thousand dollar purse. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I mean. I mean, but that's I mean, you got that coming up every day. It, it's something crazy every day in your life, I can imagine. Well, it, it is. Um, I, I've got something going up there at my place that's going to kind of ease the burden here once it gets kind of stretched out. Uh, uh, you, I, I don't know if you guys do or not. I'm going to build me a drag strip adjacent to my racetrack. That's what I saw on your website. I saw that, and you said you're yeah. going to lease it out. That's got to be kind of nice and cool. Okay. Well, it is, it is, um, and, and what happened on the way to, to, the, to the school there, I ended up leasing the, the same property to uh, some, some people, and, and they're parking uh, right now, in fact, they're parking uh, new cars on them, on that land, and they've got a year lease with me, and, and when that lease is up in a year, if they leave then or leave the next month or what have you, um, then I'm going to build my drag strip. The things, the improvements I made for them are the same improvements I need to the lighting and the fencing and the, and the uh, stabilizing the, the parking lot is what I needed for my drag strip anyway. But yeah, Jack, you know, there, that, that obviously works for a lot of tracks because we saw it up in Cecil, Georgia, the first race ever went, that they ever had up there. I remember going across the way and watching the drag cars over there, which is obviously yeah. a great facility. Yep, sure enough. Good for DeSoto, too. Of course, Ocala tried to do it, and city council said, eh, no way you're going to have that there, and didn't let you put the drag strip in. But more people, you think, would take advantage of that. Well, the motorsports complex idea, well, you know, of course, we've been big fans of that for the last 10 years. I mean, uh, you put more motorsports together in one area. I mean, that's uh, there's a reason why they put a pharmacy across the street from another pharmacy. Right, Frankie? That, well, that's true. And, you know, like in Scraven, Georgia, Ray up there has got, he's got a nice facility. He's got a drag strip and a circle track. He can open his gates and runs both of them simultaneously on a Saturday night. Uh, he can charge you less money than I can to get into either facility because he got so many people coming. Uh, right. You got a certain type of, of circle track people, certain amount of, of, of track people, and when I do when I do my thing, hopefully I can open my track up on Saturday night and have my drag strip going over yonder because they're completely segregated from one another, and do my circle track, but have it to where they can go to either one of them. And get get some of the drag racers more acclimated to the dirt track, and get the dirt track people more acclimated, maybe to the to the uh, drag strip, and and be able to lower the price. Well, Lord knows that today's market and, and what we're going through with the gas and everything else, the more we can lower prices at, at a, any any uh, racing facility, 
the more people we're going to get in, and and the less money we're going to have charging, everybody's going to win from it. No doubt. I mean uh, that you know the consolidation and and the exposure is obviously the the target that you're going after, and I you know that's the way to do it if that if that's available to you. Well, it is. I mean, I mean, you know, we would get we would get drag racers from Jacksonville all the way up through and past Savannah, Georgia. Um, everywhere we go, me and, and my marketing guy and, and everybody that that knows the, who the, who they are, where they come from, that they come from Golden Isle Speedway. You never go anywhere without somebody saying, "Hey, when's the drag strip going to be ready?" Mm-hmm. Uh, and we, see, now that's another reason to get up there, Jack, to watch the drag. <laughs> well, it is, and and you'd be surprised at the amount of people that says and, and tells me and my marketing guy, hey, when you get that thing ready and you're ready to sell signs and advertisement up there, you come see us. Uh, more so, more so than we do on on our drag on our circle track. Yep. See that, you know, that's exactly that's what we found out in our uh, with real race in USA because. Uh, uh, though uh, uh, Stevie Latemp is off uh, right at the moment, uh, we did last year. We did a show every week, a drag racing show, and the numbers on that drag racing show, right out of the box, were matching, and then quite higher than the stock car uh, traffic. Yeah, well, it, well, it will, and, and it'll do the same thing at my track. And uh, you know, I'm hoping to retire from my business here in the next year or so, uh, and go up that racetrack and let 226 acres and just just spend the rest of my life there and have fun. There you okay. go. That's definitely the way to do it. But right now, like I said, you're having fun. But man, it, it's hard work around there. Like I know you're going to me in miles an hour. Tell me about. Mm-hmm. I know you got this race show coming in this next week. Tell me about some other shows that are going to be happening here in the 2008 season for you. Well, we still we like I say we got a couple of the United Dirt Dirt Racing Series uh, with Ken Kenny coming up there. Uh, we, we still got our uh, uh, of course our big deal will be the showdown on the coast that uh, Ray Miller's been having at different tracks for years, mm-hmm. ever since he's been started. And uh, I think it was in Savannah for about nine or ten years before they come down to my place. And, and uh, you know, we're going to have it there as long as Ray will put up with me. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it pays a lot of money. Let's see, I know we're, that we appreciate them racing with us because they come to my track, you know, more times than they do any of the others during the course of the year. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've also got the... The Southern All Stars are coming back, and the, and the Southern All Star East we're gonna bring them back in um, in I think September. Uh, I had a World Outlaw scheduled in in uh, August, late August or September one, I forget. But I had to cancel that one because, and, and the reason I did is because I ran a Lucas Oil race at my track on a Sunday, uh, April the sixth, because it rained out on April the tenth. Mm-hmm. Sundays up there at my track in my area, the local people go to church. Shoot, man, in Lake City, once the Gators start playing and hunting season comes around, I don't care if you brought Dale Earnhardt back, brother. They ain't coming. It's Gator, season, it's Gator football and it's yeah. hunting season. It's coming to a halt. Well, that's, that's true. And, and uh, you know, so so Sunday, uh, when I done my Lucas Oil race, which was televised, uh, I lost a good chunk of money. Um, but I wanted it to be on television. I wanted the whole world to see what, what Golden Isle Speedway looks like and what kind of racing we have there. And and as it turned out, I didn't even get to see it, but as it turned out, and they'll see it on TV, uh, Scott Bloomquist led for 49 laps. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on the last lap, um, Earl Pearson Jr., which happened to be my neighbor in, in the front. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. He, uh, he went to the outside and passed uh, Steve Case Bolt and Scott Bloomquist on the high side. Uh, I mean, so it's no better than that. 
you know, and that's what I mean. You know, it's like you said. Now you, you may be thinking, "Damn, I might have lost my butt." But to be honest with you, those are the kind of things when Jack talks about building. You know, uh, that's that's how you build a reputation and, and a legacy that goes on. It's like, God, remember that race, man? Holy yeah. smoke! And then you think about, you know, like you said, yeah, Earl Pearson. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool having him right there next door to you. So, yeah, uh, so that's a big draw. Scott, I was going to ask Frankie. Fr- Frankie, now, on race night, I mean, I know you, you're busy counting heads and, and all that, but do you uh, you like the late models, the sprints? What, what's uh, what's Frankie Lloyd as a fan? What, 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 what excites you at the racetrack? I like a good race. Uh, it makes no difference for me really what class it is. Um you know, I got a couple of my sons run run the, the national late model type cars or my type late models. Um, I would lowered my cousin down in in uh, Ocala. There he name was, dropping. There was see him, see him there, Scotty. Name dropping. I've Oh yeah, yeah. The cool thing about it is he lives about. He, now he really does live about ten miles from. Go ahead, Frankie. <laughs> yeah, but but anyway, you know he he. Uh, I love watching them guys race because they're good. Uh, Bart Whitener, I love watching him because he's good. And, and mm-hmm. you know, Brandon Cameron, he lives he lives a mile down the road from me. And, you know, I love a good race in any class. The hobby stock class just, just puts on some good shows at my track and the Super Street, Lemon Sportsman. But, you know, I like any of them. But I also like, I also like the fastness of the super late models. Um, uh, we've become friends with quite a few of them guys, and they are super nice people. Uh, you know, so just a good race is what turns me on. And, and, you know, the reason we bought the racetrack was to try to keep some of these youngsters involved with something that we're doing that keeps them out of trouble. So those are the things that I, that I get after. And, uh, and, and, you know, of course, you know, if I make some money along the way doing that, doing what I love, then it's, it's a short enough a win situation for me. There you go. Like I said, man, there's nothing better than, than you keep, you keep the, you know, uh, you keep the, crowd that's around you and, and your neighborhood and your environment there that's around you keep them involved in it and then you peek everybody every once in a while just like you said yeah that's a pretty good peak when you can bring in earl pearson jr and have him pass steve caseball you know and the rest of that group and, and scott bloomquist on the final lap yeah you're going to get some people in there that will remember that night forever but that's true the people down here a lot of them heard about it or seen it uh you know we get people all the way from miami come up and watch some of our big races and and uh, from Canada and everywhere else. But there's so many Northerners that come down from Pennsylvania, New York, uh, out, out Midwest, Iowa, uh, Ohio, Illinois, and, and they've never heard of Golden Isle Speedway. Well, if they, and we're getting more each year, but if they see this thing on television uh, and, and, you know, and look at there and say, man, look at that racing they're having on the I After running 50 laps, they're able to do that. Mm-hmm. Well, that's going to bring me a whole lot more down here and, and January next year for my Super Bowl. So, uh, and it may and bring some more down for the Southern All Star race for the end of the year. So, you know, it's just it's, it was a win situation. Even though I lost money at that time, it's like building any business. You gotta you gotta spend a little to to get a lot back. You know. Yeah, and you look at it, and you gotta think, man. Next year, if if that condition comes around, you gotta think Scott Blunquist is one that's gonna want to come back, brother. Because after leading forty nine laps, gonna want to win that race. Well, you're, you're, you're exactly right. But now, but now, see, uh, a lot of people may not remember it, but here, uh, I think it was last year, he did the same thing to Earl. I think he passed Earl on the last lap on the high side coming off turn four for the checker flag. So, so I mean, that's already happened, uh, you know, one pass and the other at the very end there. And, and like I said, the tables were turned the first time. 
so so that tells different people that are the people that don't really know that hey these guys can race they can race hard they can run two wide three wide on occasion and and they can race right up to the bell ring and and uh, so that's certainly going to make it better that's the cool thing about dirt racing is I'm here to tell you it's not over and it it, it starts when you the drop of the flag that's when the racing starts and it doesn't stop there's no waiting you know for the tires to have it's on you all the time and you there's never uh, a point to where you can take a breath at and I'm sure it's that way at Golden Isle Speedway Frankie man thanks for coming on Southeast Dirt Weekly here and we I look forward to getting up to to see your track and ask Todd and them for some time off and get up there and come up there and watch a nice weekly show and see some of the local guys and maybe check out a big show or two but thanks for coming on being a part of southeast dirt weekly well i appreciate you having me y'all come anytime and and uh and i won't charge you next time well well <laughs> well well just, no brother i'd be charging I, hey, hey listen listen frankie i already made arrangements for that this time i'm coming with the united dirt late model series as part of their media crew i got there it covered go. man Charge them, man, Frankie. If they come in your gates, charge them. <laughs> well, I'll, I'll just I'll slip in. I'll go hit Ken Kenny up for the money. There you go. You got it, brother. You're right, he does. There you go. All right. Thanks for being on board with us, man. Frankie Lloyd, promoter here at Golden Isle Speedway with Jack. All right, Scotty. Man, you get to meet. And that's what I mean. You think you've been to a lot of places, and there you go. Sounds like a great place to go watch a race at if you're in that part of the area. 